You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Well, good evening. Tonight, I want to talk to us about a topic that is so near and dear to my heart. Actually, my wife and I's heart. When we were 18 years old, we went to a church um, in San Jose, California, up in Northern California. And the big topic they always talked about almost every single Sunday was the favor of God. The favor of God. And I was like, why is the favor of God so important? What is their, their, what is their, uh, their, um, their, their big thing about favor? And here's what I found out. Favor is pretty much the Christianese way of saying luck. Favor is doors opening for you when you don't deserve the doors to be open. Favor is when you receive something that was unexpected and that you didn't have to aim for. Favor is where you say, you know, I walk into the room and people just want to love me. I walk into a room and people want to do business with me. Favor says, it's, now here's the actual definition of favor, right? It's called undeserved access. That's the actual Webster Dictionary, undeserved access. And many of us here, I know many of us here are entrepreneurs, business professionals. We all want undeserved access. We all want to have the opportunity to meet the right people at the right time. We all want that, that favor if you're, if you're single, that person you meet and you want to get that date or that phone number or whatnot. Um, we all want the undeserved favor. And I believe this is a season of Christmas season of favor, miracles, and blessings. Usually we uh, rotate preachers, right, who preaches, but I felt the Lord talked to my heart today, which I didn't tell Angela or Jen yet. But I'm going to preach next week as well, because the Lord put me in this heart for me to preach this message, which is funny because I already preached this last week, last year, not last week, last year. Um, but next week is a topic called unconventional miracles. And next week, I want to pray with oil over people who, who need an unconventional miracle. So that'll be next Sunday. But in the topic of favor, I've never heard of someone say, you know what, no, 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 I don't want favor. I want to just live mediocre. I just want to live, I want to live low. I've never heard anyone say that before. I've never heard anyone say to a child when, they, when the child is born, oh, I pray my child is just okay. I pray that you live in okay life. Someone says, oh, what do, what do you wish for? Oh, oh, I just wish to be okay, just barely scraping by. To be barely um, okay in my life, in my workplace, in my relationships. No, we all want the best of the best. We all want that. We all desire that. Even if you're so humble and you say, oh, no, 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 I just want, and deep down inside, you know you're selfish. Like, yeah, give it to me, man. Give it, you know, we all want, we all want a good life. And my friends, favor it was where God touches you on this earth and says, you're favored. So tonight, I want to read to us the scripture, Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me down to lie down green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me to the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Here's Kanye. Ye, oh ye, ye, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You, you prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let me break this down really quickly for you guys. This is not the full sermon. But just give you guys an idea here. First verse here, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Can I just say this right now? That verse just says it straight through. If the Lord is your shepherd, you shall lack nothing. You shall lack nothing if the Lord is your shepherd. So there's a lot of benefits in following God. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me to the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You can be going through all kinds of crap and hell and high water, and yet you'll just be peace and smooth sailing. I can go through the whole thing here. That's a whole different story there. But my friends, this right here is favor. You lack nothing. Oh my gosh, my favorite verse. My cup runs over. You know what that means? You're, 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 you don't have a little bit. You don't have some. You have enough. You don't just have just enough. You have more than enough. Oh, no, Stephen, you're that kind of preacher to preach about God wants you to prosper. I, I, yes, I am. And let me tell you this. The reason why cup runs over is because it's meant not just to stick to you, but to everyone around you gets blessed as well. Does that make sense? And that's what I believe. And so here's the thing. If we're going to achieve this thing called favor, and by the way, my, my topic tonight is fat with favor. And I, I say fat with favor because your pastor is fat. <laughs> I'm just joking up. No, but if fat with favor, the definition of fat is an overwhelming amount. An overwhelming amount. And that's what fat means. And so tonight we're going to talk about favor. What, what exactly is, what, what does favor associate with when it comes to being fat? Well, the first thing is, the first thing that stops us from being favored First of all, let me ask you, who wants to be favored in here? Who wants a little bit more favor in your life? So let me just say this right now. What stops us from, fa from favor, the first one is F is fear. Many of us here, when the Lord says to you, you are blessed, this is now your time. Can I just say this? I, so I, I'm studying psychology, and I'm a hypnotherapist and all that other jazz, and business, business coaching. There's more people, there, there are more people afraid of success than afraid of failure. There are more people who are afraid to succeed in life than the fear of failure. So they're afraid of favor. What happens is they go, like, okay, hey, the person who wins a million dollars, yeah, I cannot tell you how many times you look at research, research this. People who win the lottery within 10 years commit suicide because they can't handle it. They can't handle it. Now, not just the aspect with money, but more like, I'm not used to this. I'm not. And how many of us we see people who are like big time uh, celebrities getting drugged out and all that other crap? Because they can't handle the fame, the glory. They're not, we're not meant for that. But so many of us here are so used to not living in favor, the moment God snaps his finger and says, you, now is your time. That's what happened to Mary. We're talking about Christmas season, right? Luke 1.28. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words 
and wondered what kind of greetings might this be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Mary was troubled. She, when you research that, it was to the point of suicide. The angel said, You are favored by God. She's like, What? And it was, she was fearful and trembling. And that right there shows me that if she would have not listened, which we'll find out later on, eventually she listened, thank God, but she would have aborted the favor of God over her life. And many of us here were aiming for this favor of God, for God's blessing, God's undeserved access over us. But in reality, can we really accept that when that time happens? And fear is what stops us. So in coming into 2023, ask yourself, where do I fear? Do I really fear success? Do I really fear achieving all that God has for me? Or am I just simply making excuses so I don't attain that level of success, that level of favor? So fears will stop us. A, what will help us get to favor is association. Your association matters. See, that's the reason why it's important to belong to a church. So a church is being able to be around people who are like-minded, who can uplift you. You know, there's so many people out there who are against us, who, who don't want the best for us. And so we say, hey, you know, guys, can you pray for me about this situation? Pray for me for that situation. It allows us to be in a community and say, you know what? Let me rub arms with you. Luke 1, 41 of 44. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a, in, a, in a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child who you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord has come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. My friends, when you attach yourself to the right person, the thing that's birthing in you, the destiny that God has for you, the reason your purpose gets alive in you. You hang around the wrong people, your baby that's inside of you won't even give a crap, won't even like, like they're not going to even know it's there. But the moment you get attached to people, the right people in your life who are supposed to be around you, what happens is you find something stirring inside you. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. I, you know, I'm a little more joyful for life. I'm more excited for life. I'm more excited for my job, my business, my career, whatever it may be. But you get around the wrong people, you get around the wrong people, it's gonna destroy you emotionally, mentally, spiritually. So that's the importance. Is you can, we cannot be have fear be our reason for aborting our favor. We can't have our wrong association be the reason we abort our favor. And here's the third one I believe is one of the bigger ones, is a thankfulness. Thankfulness. You see, when we get the opportunities, it's so fascinating. I'm not going to say any names, but there's someone I know in my, my life where he was saying, he was told, hey, the, this is a true story. I'm, I'm, I'm covering a lot because I don't know who this person is. This person won a new car, entered a raffle in a mall. Okay? Entered a raffle in a mall. You won a new car. And he was depressed. 
And he says, uh, I don't want the new car. Because now i got to pay taxes. Now i got to register. i got to go to DMV. DMV is too long. It's a long story short. This person gave up the new car. I said, why did you fill out the paper in the first place? <laughs> Wanted to try my luck. Trying to see if I could win. Well, you won. But they gave it up. Because the thought, the, the fear of DMV, that DMV is going to take forever, having to register it in their name, the taxes, they aborted the free car. And I was like, you should have given it to me. I would have sat in the DMV. I'll hire someone to sit in the DMV for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But a person gave up a blessing. I, I'm still baffled myself about that. I still think about that. What? You want a new vehicle? But that same person, everywhere they go, everywhere they look, they find things to be depressed and mad about. Every little thing. He says, oh, you know what? I don't want to give too much away. But this person, he says, like, okay, you know what? You, uh, oh, hey, that's awesome. Your sickness is long, longer there anymore. You're no longer sick anymore. This is an example, okay? You're sick, no longer sick anymore. Oh, yeah, I'm no longer sick anymore. That's good, but now I was all these pills I paid for. And that's exaggeration, but it's, that's... <laughs> hey, I want to give you this gift. Oh, but this is so much money. Not your money, bro. But they're like, I know, but no, 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 just save it. Save it for who? You don't want it? Okay, I'll, you know, it's, it's like so, so sad. But if the person, if, if he just changed his mentality from, from, from a place of complaining to a place of thankfulness, every, does that make sense? Their life would have been a lot, their life could be a lot more joyful, a lot more exciting, a lot more enjoyable. I mean, why would you go through life depressed and angry? And can I just say this? You know, it's sad, but a lot of Christian churches preach this kind of stuff. Oh, if you're if you are a Christian, you should be humble, and you shouldn't have blessings, and you shouldn't be this and that. You should be, you know, meek and, and humble. I just say this: if my daddy is the king of kings, I deserve the kingdom. <laughs> That's my inheritance. Amen. So Thanksgiving, Luke one thirty-eight. Here's what Mary did. I remember she was scared. She was fearful. Like, why do I get this? I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be, word to me be fulfilled that the angel loved her. That's 38. We jump to 45. You are blessed because you believed the Lord would do what he said. Let me pause right there. We all want to be blessed. We all want to say, I'm walking around, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. How do you get the blessing? Here's a secret sauce to that blessing. You are blessed. Why? Because you believed the Lord would do what he said. My friends, there is a theme. The Bible says in Hebrews, it is impossible to please God without faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. Which means you don't please God by what you do. Oh, well, I said my prayers and Hail Marys this many times, and I made sure I give to that poor person. I made sure everything you do, trying to attain the blessing of God, is false. Because I know people who do good, who are very good-doing people, but they don't have faith. They don't believe. And my friends, the Bible says right here, you are blessed because you believed. 
Our salvation is not based on our works and what we do, but based on what we believe. Here in this church, you're never going to hear me say, y'all should do this, y'all should do that. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life because I can barely live my own. But all I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you how to believe and who to believe. Does that make sense? And so it's the belief in our hearts that, you know what, I can't see God. I don't even know if he's there. But you know what? I'm going to buy faith. Faith means you can't see it, but you're going to believe anyways. But Stephen, I'm such a logical person. I'm a very logical person. I, I believe in logic. I say to them, well, you cross the street believing the person is going to stop their vehicle according to the red light. But we know that sometimes people don't stop because they're on their phones texting or whatever. Right? I'm not against texting. I text a lot. But I'm just saying is that people, we, do, we have faith that people will stop. So we cross the street in full confidence, knowing that the person's not going to hit you. When in all reality, they can spill coffee and then they hit the ignition and boom, you're seeing your maker. You know? So we have faith that that's going to work. So we do have faith. We do have faith. We, but we have faith that when we clock in at work, I'm going to get paid. We have faith in that. But you're going to spend two weeks hoping you get a paycheck. <laughs> am I right or am I right? When you first get a job, they don't say, welcome to your position. Here's a check for the next two weeks. No, they're going to be like, you work first and then we pay. You, we, we trust that. We have faith in that. My friends, you do have faith. So I challenge you tonight, everyone watching here who are here tonight, have faith and say, okay, you know what? You're right, Stephen. I do have faith. Now put your faith in God and see how much blessing and favors comes upon your life like no other. And say, you know what? Tonight's the night I decide. It's a decision. It's a choice. Choose to have faith. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know why, but I'm going to choose faith. You are blessed because you believe what the Lord has said that he will do. Luke 136, 49. We're, we're jumping here now. Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. She had an attitude of gratitude. She did not know what's going to go on. You're telling me I'm blessed. You're telling me all these different things. I'm fearful, but in spite of I'm fearful, I believe. In spite of me doubting, I believe. Can I just say this? The Bible never says the word doubting or doing doubting is a sin. Thomas was a doubter. He doubted Jesus. He said, if that's really you, then show me. Your... But God never, Jesus never scorned him for doubting. So just because you doubt doesn't mean you're sinning. Actually, a lot of people doubted. So keep it in mind, it's just a matter of saying, okay, I doubt, but now I believe. It's a choice. It's a choice. There are some people who don't choose to believe, so they stay in their house all day, every day. They really just stick in their house the entire time because they're afraid to get hit by a car or a meteoroid or whatever else. And we, we laugh at that, it's silly, but in reality, they have no faith in what's going on in the world. I have, I have family who's afraid of coming to downtown because they're afraid to get shot. <laughs> they say, I don't want to go downtown. I don't want to get shot. I'm like, bro, there's more shootings happening in La Jolla than in downtown. 
So my friends, tonight, here's my, here's my, my encouragement for you. My encouragement for us tonight in this closing, my closing argument, is that the favor of the Lord is upon us. This is a season of favor, blessing, and miracles. I believe it. You know, it's all the Christmas glitter and all of the, it's a, it's the season of favor, blessing, and miracles. Some people want to argue, oh, it's a pagan holiday, or oh, it's a, it's the, it's a, it's a, it's a consumer holiday. They say that Jesus was born actually in July. But you know what? We celebrated her birthday in July. <laughs> we did. And it will be her, her birthday is actually today. And I think Franco asked me, like, wait, we're doing, did we just celebrate her birthday? I was like, yeah, well, that was in July. That was like a half birthday. It was a big old party at the beach and everything Casey put her on. But in spite of it wasn't her real birthday, did you still appreciate it in July? Did you get gifts in July? Did you have fun in July? Even though it may not be the exact day that Jesus was born. My friends, my encouragement for you guys is this. Every time you see a Christmas tree, I want you to look at that Christmas tree right now. I'm going to hypnotize you. The Christmas tree, every time you see a tree, anytime you see a tree, know this. I learned about this from the, the trolley tour. <laughs> the, the, the pine tree, the, the tree that they usually use for Christmas trees, is a symbol of being, with able, to, being able to withhold the storm. In the middle of winter, the tree still stands, green and alive. The tree represents Jesus, being with it, be able to withhold the storm. The lights around the tree resembles that I am the light of the world. The star on top is usually what, a star or a what? An angel. A star and angel. Why? Because it was the angel that, that called out and says, Hark, a son is born. Or a star, the north star, that says, This is Jesus. The gifts on the bottom to say, Here's all the blessing the Lord gives you. The candy cane is a, is a shape of a shepherd's staff. Jesus is our ultimate shepherd. And the white is pure as gold and pure as snow. And the red is the blood of Christ. So every time you see a Christmas tree, understand that concept. It's not a tree, it's Jesus. Every time you see a tree, you remember the season of Christmas. It's a season of favor, blessing, and miracles. And just remind yourself, say, Lord, in this season, this moment, I accept your favor. I accept your blessing. I, I put away my fears. I put away my doubts. Get me around the right, the right people so that my inside, what's boiling inside of me will come out of me. And Lord, give me an attitude of gratitude that I may receive all that you have for me. Everyone stand on your feet. I have two questions for you guys tonight. First question is, if you haven't made Jesus Christ Lord of your life, I'm not talking about religion, I'm talking about Jesus. If you haven't said, Stephen, you know what, I want to start this relationship with Jesus, or maybe restart this journey with Jesus, if that's you tonight, every eye closed, every head bowed. If that's you tonight, if you can just look at me, just wink at me, let me know. Amen. 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 And if that's you on the online right now, pray this prayer. Everyone, pray, everyone in this room, pray this prayer with me for the online audience. Say, Dear Jesus, come into my life. 
I make you my Lord and Savior. Thank you for your forgiveness of sins. I claim heaven is my home. God is my Father. Give me your blessings. I am ready to receive. In Jesus' name. Now, the second prayer I want to do is for those of us who say, you know what, Stephen? This message is for me. I'm claiming this message is for me. I need the favor of God in my life. I need more of it. I'm done being fearful of the favor of God, the fear of fear of success, or fear in general. I'm just tired of being in fear. And I'm tired of associating with the wrong clowns around me. That's not helping me live out the God's blessing on my life. And I need to be more appreciative of things around me. Have an attitude of gratitude. If that's you tonight, look at me and wink at me. Amen. 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 If that's you, I'm going to pray over you right now. Lord, I pray for those who, who have accepted this prayer, Lord. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that your Holy Spirit would tug on our hearts tonight. And that we would step into that favor. That a moment of favor in our life would open doors that no man can shut, would give us opportunities, Lord. Give us opportunities that we just say, oh, wow, that is totally God. So, Father, tonight I pray that we begin to walk and step into that favor and that your Holy Spirit would guide us every step of the way. We bless you, we honor you, we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.